The following has been recorded remotely under strict social distancing protocols. Ladies and gentlemen, the Roosevelt Players proudly present to you the continuing adventures of Sam Subtraction, Math Detective. Episode 4 of Season 2. Here's some food for thought, man. It was another beautiful day in Burlingame. The sun was shining and the birds were chirping. All seemed right in the world, but I couldn't care less. My life isn't about all these nice things. I deal in problems. Math problems. I'm Sam Subtraction, math detective. Things had begun to slow for us in the fall. There just weren't a lot of math issues to be found. While the summer had been great, now the cases weren't going our way. It seems that the leaves weren't the only thing changing color. Our profits were moving from the black to the red quicker than a sugar maple changes its color on the New England coast. We were in trouble. I was sitting in the office figuring out backup plans when my partner, Addition Alice, came through the door. Why, hello, Sam. Hey, Edition. What are you doing here so early? Early? Sure, it's 7.30. I don't normally expect to see you till well after 9. 7.30? Yes, it's 7.30 in the morning. Don't you know the time? Huh. I must have gotten lost in thought. You mean you've been here all night? I guess so. You didn't realize you hadn't gone home? Well, I was starting to get the hint from the smell of my sport coat. <laughs> yeah, it does smell a little ripe in here this morning. Ripe? The smell. It's bad? You know, more than usual. Huh, I hadn't noticed. Yes, well, it's not great. The smell? Yes, it's a bit of a mix of old pizza and cigar smoke with a little bit of perspiration mixed in. Normally the smell of a good night in my book. Yes, well, this morning it's it's a bit rough to take. Okay. Well, don't expect the cleaning service to come through anytime soon. No. No. What happened? Nothing happened. That's the problem. The problem? Nothing is happening. We're in the doldrums, and we need some air. Just like this room. Correct on both accounts. Well, what are we going to do? Do? Well, I guess we'll have to clean the room ourselves. Not that. No? Well, I mean, yes, we'll have to clean. And we should, but what about the cases? I don't know. I haven't been this low since I first started. Back after the split up with my wife. You had a wife? Of course. Did I tell you? No, I think I would have remembered. What's she like? From time to time. Actually, I was thinking about heading over to her place to snoop around for some business. I don't see why not. Well, just watch out for me. The last thing I need is more romance in my life. Don't worry, Sam. Two things I can smell inside a hundred feet. 
burning hamburger, and romance. Well, at the dive we're heading to, you might get both. Try not to confuse them. That could get ugly. We jumped into the Rambler and made our way down to the stale crouton. Not known for its fine dining or high number of stars, the stale crouton was better known as a place where someone could get a hot meal on the cheap and not have to bother with things like good service, clean silverware, or swept floors. Even without any of the details of a decent place to grab a bite, the crouton had a subtle, disgusting charm that was hard to put your finger on. However, in this place, that was probably the only thing Dirty Fingers hadn't been on. Not only was the place not up to snuff, but it was also where my ex-wife Verna had been working for years. A chef whose culinary mediocrity was only matched by her judgment in choosing life partners, Verna was tapped into the clientele, and I was sure she would easily give us a lead or two. We walked into the joint and slid ourselves down into a nearby booth. I don't know about this place, Sam. No? Seems a little rough. Well, just remember, we're here for some leads, not the cuisine. Okay, although I am hungry. Yeah? Sure. I think I could eat a whole cow if they pulled the horns off. I think you'd have to pay extra at this place. Hey, Sam. Verna. I thought I smelled you come in. Surprised that you could pick me out amongst all the many interesting scents floating around this place. You're like a bad leaf that the wind blows from one gutter to another. Which would explain this dining establishment. Not on the top of your list? Not even in the top 50 of a town with 25 restaurants. Sam. Not even in my thoughts when I dream about food. Sam. Not even when I take in a little food for thought. Sam. Uh, sorry. Some things don't change. What can I get you guys today? Nothing for me today. No? Unless you're paying for my cab fare to the hospital, I'm okay as I am. Not eating? Not today. Then what are you here for? We need a favor. That's rich. We're actually looking for anyone who might need our services. Still in the math detective game? That's right. I see by that old rambler sitting outside and your worn down fedora, the business is just booming. We get by. Actually, we could use a case. Huh, okay. Order some food and I'll find you some work. Oh wait, now is that necessary? My place, my rules. I'll just take a burger. Okay. And what about you, champ? I can't believe I'm going to do this, but I'll take the Yankee pot roast. Ah, you're in luck. The beef is fresh today. As opposed to what? Yesterday. We choked down our meals and immediately started looking for the antacid. Two things were certain since I last sat down for a meal at the crouton. There still wasn't anything that a lot of ketchup and a strong constitution can handle and Verna hadn't taken any new cooking lessons. Luckily, the only other things that hadn't changed was that the portion sizes hadn't gotten any larger. Now that we had lived through it, 
we were looking for Verna to pay back her part of the bargain. Well, that was something. Indeed. I never knew hamburger could be so chewy. And she has a gift. Well, there you go, guys. Need anything else? No, thank you. Nothing more than a lead and maybe the directions to the nearest bathroom. As charming as ever. Actually, just the lead will help us? Sure, no problem. Your best bet is the guy over there at the counter. His name is Descartes. Descartes? Sure. He used to be some sort of mathematician. He made a fortune in the stock market. Stock market? Sure. But now he hangs out in here all day talking math problems. Will he be looking for a case? Not necessarily, but I'm sure he'd be up for a quick math contest. Math contest? Sure. He's always looking for someone to challenge. He sits around with this lot giving them math problems and paying them if they can solve them. And what if they can't solve them? Well, they pay him, of course. Mm, sounds fair. Sounds like a bit of a hustle to me, Sam. Yeah, I'm not sure this is exactly what we're looking for. Look, you said you needed some money. That's the way of getting some. Or losing some. Come on, Sam. We'll find something else. Not up to the challenge? I don't know if it's the poorly cooked, cooked pot roast in my belly but I think we have to talk to him. Sam, are you sure? Don't know if we have a choice. If you say so. Smartest thing you've done for a while. I guess I was due. Let me bring him over. We'll wait right here. Sure, I'll be right here trying to negotiate this shot put in my belly. Mr. Descartes, I would like to introduce you to Sam's subtraction and addition, Alice. Ah, the famous math detectives. I have long read about your work. Well, thank you, Mr. Descartes. It's a pleasure to meet you. Of course. I don't know if I could say that I'm impressed with your work. Now, wait a second. It's not that I don't think you're doing some good things. You seem to have a quaint little business going. Why, thank you. I don't know if that was a compliment. No, I thought you would appreciate our work. It passes the time but it's not something that I would call impressive. I guess it's not as impressive as sitting around this joint all day, hustling the locals for pennies. I will admit it's not my highest contribution to society, but it has paid the bills and passed the time. Perhaps you'd like to challenge us. Perhaps. What are you thinking? You give us a problem, and if we come up with a solution before you finish your next meal, you'll pay us. If we, if we can't get it done, We'll pay you. Sounds fair. As luck would have it, I have just the problem. Let me give it to you and I'll order my dinner while you work. Sounds fair. Okay, here it is. If you wrote all of the numbers from 300 to 400 on a piece of paper, how many times would you have written the number three? That's it. I hope you eat quickly because we'll have this one in no time. Be careful, Sam. This could be trickier than we know. Yes, Mr. Subtraction. I would listen to your partner. And you should order something small. To finish quickly? More to save your stomach. Addition and I hunkered down in our booth to try to work out the problem. 
Even though a sticky booth wasn't the best place for us to concentrate, we had no choice. Edition and I would have to finish the problem before Mr. Descartes finished whatever bad meal he chose. I don't know, Sam. There's a lot of pressure on this one. We can do it. You think? Well, let's talk it out. Okay. The problem is, if we were to write all of the numbers from 300 to 400 on a piece of paper, how many times would we have written the number three? Sounds simple enough. It does, but I don't know if we'll have enough time to finish. He looks like he's eaten pretty fast. I think we can probably do it without just writing down the numbers. You do? How will we do that? Simple. We're going to use math. Now it's your turn, families. Go ahead and work on the problem. We'll have the solution and the exciting conclusion on Monday night. See you then. Mm -hmm.